Oh my gosh, hi friend. It's been a while. It's been like, what, three years in a pandemic? All right, well, you look good. You look, you look great. All right, well, for those of you who are new, come as you are. We love you. For those who are coming back, it's good to see you. And welcome to The Art of Not Making It. Someone I would like to be Where are you from and where are you going? Are you happy? Are you where you want to be? Tell me how do I find my part in this? I've already put all of my heart in this art All right, so are you getting comfortable? It's so good to see you, like I said earlier. I have been wanting to start up the podcast again for a while, and it just felt like the last thing in post-weird, we still are dealing with COVID, but it's, you know, time has moved on, we've moved on as people. It's it's a weird thing because we're all trying to act normal and normal doesn't exist and um yeah but I you know what I really miss the connection with people and that has been something I think all of us have uh, unanimously so I'm so excited to bring back the podcast just to get to know people better Um, this episode is going to be an introduction just about what the podcast is. If this is your first time hearing about it, we're going to talk about what this season is going to hold, uh, what's it going to entail. You're going to get to hear a little bit about me and who I am as your host. And, uh, it'll, we'll keep it brief. We'll keep it, uh, short. We'll keep it, uh, snappy. And, um, once again, I appreciate you so much if you're listening uh, I think the kindest and the greatest thing you can give to someone is your time. And so I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, so I guess should I just get started? Yeah, let's just get started. Um, I think I'm going to ramble otherwise. So I am your host, Tiffany Springle. I, If you don't know much about me, uh, maybe you know me from different projects. I'm a little all over the place in the creative fields that I pursue. So if you know me from Roe v. Bros, welcome. I'm so glad that you are uh, listening uh, to something beyond my my videos for Roe v. Bros, which are so special to me. And, um, you know, it, it means so much to me that people care. We started Roe v. Bros um, just because we, we just wanted to do something positive and hopefully uh, contribute to a thoughtful and well-meaning and respectful conversation and we thought we were going to film those episodes one time we did it one afternoon and I remember the day that the videos were released or the single video the premiere I sent an email to uh, the rest of the group and I was like this was so much fun I'm I really loved working with you all and you know let's please keep in touch you know but thinking it was it and within 24 hours, the amount of attention Roe v. Bros got was overwhelming in the best possible way. And um, 
I ironically had not really been focusing on growing my social media and, you know, realizing what a powerful tool social media is. So it's ironic the first thing that I I make hoping, you know, people who are not within my inner circle and the, you know, entertainment community that knows me would see. Um, I was shocked by the power of that. And, you know, I appreciate every single kind message I've received. Um, it really motivates us. And I'm, you know, we are continuing to do this because we realize that it is having a positive impact and it's so fulfilling to be a part of something bigger than myself. I think as a host, I like to kind of, you know, let, let the other people speak and, and stay out of the way and, you know, lift them up where I can. And I'm not trying to ever punch down or, or make fun of a person. Um, that's why I don't really say anything catty or, or, uh, mean, you know, I, cause I do respect everyone who comes on, but I think that's kind of the beauty of the videos is that, you know, whoever we are talking to on the street is truly someone who just walked by. So if it's common enough that we're receiving these answers um, that are funny and we can laugh together about, there's clearly a lack of education here that hopefully we are bringing attention to and, you know, maybe it's asking some deeper questions. So I only have love for every single person who's been on the video because I think it's a vulnerable thing to, you know, show publicly what you don't know and laugh about it. So um, I appreciate them, but I also hope that is leading to us moving beyond the videos and making some positive change. So I appreciate everyone for watching those. Um, I have done on the street videos before, so it's been really special to be a part of um, a part of one that feels so impactful. Uh, a prior uh on the street sort of style that I had done was it was like um we were talking about Wonder Woman and her movies were not getting the same attention um in advertising that the more standard uh you know male superhero leads were so we were bringing attention to that we went to Times Square and we were kind of like playing about the bit that we were women and people were not listening to us or the movie and those were great and I think um that's part of the reason me and the team that I work with now with Roe v. Bros, we got together was because they had seen my videos and um, knew I had improv training and a background in comedy. And so, you know, it, it all kind of came together in this really magical way. But a little bit more about me, uh, not to talk about myself for too long, is, uh, you know, I, I'm all over the place as far as as an artist. And um, I thought I was going to be an opera singer for a long time. I started taking voice lessons when I was in middle school and I'd always wanted to be an actor as well. I, I daydreamed about being an actor. I remember crying in middle school, like in my bedroom because I just wanted to be like, I would watch a movie or even like as a child watching a cartoon and someone playing the voice of the the character and just being like, that is, that is everything that, that is everything I could ever dream of to to get to play this role and impact someone else in that way too. So um, those things were always very special to me. And then I, like I said, I I studied opera. I was thought I was going to be an opera singer, and I realized I was missing these other facets of myself. I done I'd been introduced to improv and comedy when I was in high school, and that had changed my life. And I just wanted to incorporate all these different sides of myself. I wanted to, uh, you know 
understand more about sketch comedy. I wanted to understand, like, I wanted to do plays where there was no music involved. And so I moved to New York City and I started doing acting and musical theater and um, a little bit of classical music as well, but all over the place with that. And then I refound comedy and I started taking classes at Upright Citizens Brigade, uh, UCB, um, Magnet Theater, uh, started performing at the Pit a lot too. So I was like in all of the standard New York comedy scenes. Um, UCB changed my life. I, the, I remember we hear these stories all the time, but I remember going to UCB and just being like, well, my life will never be the same. Uh, this is, this is it now. And, um, and I feel that way about magnet theater as well, too. It's a wonderful community. And yeah, so, so once I got into comedy, it was kind of it for me. And as I've continued over the years doing comedy and acting and these hybrids of skill sets that I try to bring to things, um, you know, what I realized was I, I still always felt this, um, uh, anxiety and inhibition and, um, you know, feeling, feeling like, oh, I have to label who I am or, uh, say I, I only do one thing at a time or I should only choose one thing. And I think part of the beauty of this industry is the journey. And so this podcast is actually, each guest is a person who is working in the entertainment industry. They're what the outside world, what 10, 12 year old me would have seen as uh, making it, you know, they would have been like my inspiration. And then we, you know, look a little bit behind the curtain and we see the human behind the success. And we realize that those insecurities never go away. Those very human feelings of, um, insecurity and self-doubt and um, self-sabotage, all of that, you know, is something you may have to deal with. It's a chronic thing. You may have to deal with that the entire time of your career. And and your career may also very much change from where you originally thought it would have been um, when you had started. So that was kind of the inspiration. And so fortunately, because I've been all over the place with my career and the things I pursued. I've met a lot of amazing people along the way. So everyone in this season is going to be varied. We have puppeteers from Sesame Street. We have people who work on SNL. We have um, people that you have seen on television. We have people who you listen to daily on uh, Broadway cast albums it's just a whole bunch of amazing individuals and they're also giving with their time and their, uh, their story and being honest about the good and the bad. And, you know, even if you are not someone who's pursuing a career in entertainment, I think that this can be really inspiring just to motivate you and help you realize that you know, where you are today is not where you're going to be tomorrow. And just to embrace that journey, um, because that journey is where the beauty is. And those failures is where uh, the turns and the education comes. That's that's when you learn to shift. That's when something different happens. And um, I, f- I forgot the exact quote, but, you know, failure is not, um, it's not a bad thing. It just simply is 
where you need to adjust. It's a sign to do something different and or self-reflect um, or double down. But it's a moment to self-reflect. And I, I, um, I love these uh, interviews and I'm so glad I'm bringing them back. They are going to be twice a month. Uh, the first and the third Tuesday of every month, and you can follow at the Art of Not Making It, Making It on all podcast platforms. Um, we also have an Instagram. I will try to keep active. Uh, once again, ironically, as someone you may know from social media, social media was never my um, is never my default setting. I I tend to be a fairly private person, so I'm always kind of battling. I love I love connecting with people and and uh, being vulnerable with a person in front of me and being, you know, uh, truly like myself and authentic. But there is something about social media that feels a little intimidating and perhaps fabricated, and uh, that's not really what I'm about. So I will definitely try to keep um, the art of not making it's podcast Instagram updated regularly. Um, and I will also just check in with you all on my personal social media accounts. Um, this is a passion project for me. When I started this, it was just because I wanted to sit down and talk with these people who I know and inspire me every day. And hopefully they can inspire you. And um, yeah, I guess we'll just keep this brief. We'll keep it short. Um, thank you again for listening. I appreciate you so much. You are worth it. You have so much value. What you bring, what you love, what you care about, what you have a passion for, you are the only one who can do it the way you do it. And I am so grateful to have you here. Take care. Tell me how do I find my part in this? I've already put all of my heart in this art The art of not making it